Hello. All right. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. I hear you. Are we in? We're in. In the the next world. All right. Great. Well, we are still in, well. Welcome to the Great Transition. Hello, Seth. Well, Seth, give me a little more Chris. volume volume on on your end, dude. Okay, how's that? Yeah, yeah, that's better. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Asaf, you good? We hear everything. I think so. One, two, one, two. Welcome, welcome to the one, Great two. Transition. Hello, welcome to the Great Transition. You know, I got a call today from a guy you guys would remember back from the brand new world days. It wasn't Mike. It was uh, remember Dave. <laughs> oh. Remember yeah, Dave? Yeah, sure. Great no, remember, but, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 And he said, like, oh, I, I, I was watching the show the other day. I guess things have changed over at Kabbalah land, you know. I thought, <laughs> watch him, I thought watch Kabbalah was like more – what? He was watching the show. Oh. He said, I thought things were more like Kumbaya style. I heard you guys kind of disagreeing <laughs> about some things. And uh, it's, it's interesting also <laughs> in our dissemination. Huh? He, should, he should listen to the last uh, – Two weeks of uh, of lessons from uh, from our teacher. I think he is actually also because uh, he said something about talking about dispute being the basis of all spiritual growth. You know, just listener. that. There's a lot of those. <laughs> you know? So yeah, yeah. Uh, really fascinating to um, discover what's going on in the wisdom of Kabbalah. How do, what a unique method it is. When Corona came out, and uh, our teacher Rav Lightman was already you know towards maybe a few a year ago already and he's talking about like problems with uh with food that'll be in the future yeah and like what is he talking about why how does he know where's the <laughs> evidence and you st- kind of go back to like remembering uh the structure you know inanimate vegetative animal people and of course everything is contained within everything else but it was like going from some um virus and then the next mm-hmm. would be like vegetative and we see now that uh, I just started seeing stories that between Russia and Ukraine, they're responsible for what percent of the world's grain food. Yeah. Oh, right. Like 40% yeah, massive. or something. Yeah. 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 40% of the world's wheat. And Russia is also... 40% uh, of the yeah, world's so. wheat is... Combined. Is both coming... those countries combined. Yeah. Ah, coming from both Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And neon. Ukraine is neon gas, which is for semiconductor, for silicon chips. So mm-hmm. it's a blow. yeah. There's so many things that are, that are, uh, and uh, so f- Russia also is a big producer of uh, chemicals for fertilizers. Without those fertilizers, uh, probably we'd all be healthier. But also without those fertilizers, the bugs will eat the plants, and which right. will also make the yield less. So there's so many compounding um, things from all this. It's just fascinating to think that uh, you know when we're listening to the morning lesson from the Kabbalist and he's just explaining the world, not making predictions, but just talking about the unfolding of things and then to see it happening. It's really fascinating. And also to be learning simultaneously like structural things. So it's not like some kind mm-hmm. of mystical thing, but you're learning the structure. So uh, just such a unique uh, yeah. time. Very special so, times. Yeah. yeah. Really special time. So it, it, we were saying special. It's I mean, maybe just to linger on it for a second, you know, for, for people who don't uh, have this Kabbalistic insight on reality, I don't know if they would say special. Right. They would not say special. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, for it's us, an, it's special it's because... An, it's an authentic you know, special. Like, I, it really well, does come feel up with a better word. special. Well, it doesn't have to be good. It's I, just... I, would say, I would say it's revealing. It's a revealing time. It's a te- very telling, one, telling corona. time. Corona is a super unique period in history. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So much transformation. I think outside of uh, Kabbalah, you just can scroll on YouTube. I guess they know my. They know what I'm interested. I'm interested in meaning of life. There's so <laughs> many people from conspiracy theories to to yoga world to positive think world. There's so many people that feel that it's a time of transformation. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean the. The wisdom of Kabbalah offers a super unique method, but as far as understanding that it's a time of transformation, I think there's a lot of communities, more than probably most people realize because it's nowhere in the mainstream media, but there's a lot of people who are 
awakening and feel that it's that there's it's a time of transformation mm-hmm. interesting yeah. In, uh, yeah. in in the wisdom of kabbalah you know for us it's kind of strange because once you approach once you get on the path and start moving and start actually doing the work it starts you get to like at the beginning all of a sudden you found books that have all you know contain all of the secrets in the universe and it's like very exciting and you start to find answers and it's very exciting and then you start going through a process of inner transformation and you start to feel like you're not making any progress you're like sure. start to feel like everything is very kind of normal i don't feel i don't feel um <laughs> what happened to the, the feelings what happened to all of those candies and all of those yeah. surprises um i was gonna get and what happens is we're accustoming ourselves to to actually lift off of the earth to like release ourselves from the grip of the gravity of the earth if you imagine that all of our desires that are connected to our body food sex family money honor and all the things from this earth earth um, it's like a gravity that pulls us down and then the spiritual um yeah in other words spiritual i i i like the plane metaphor I, I feel it like for me, it's like when you start studying Kabbalah and start could be, I don't want to go into t- time, you know, duration. It's also varies between people, but let's say like in those like initial kind of uh, inner moves that this, that practicing this wisdom does in you, you feel like you're taking off, you're taking off earth. You literally get to suddenly breathe a different kind of air i don't even know if yeah, i have the can words you, even you guys explain that what happens i don't know if you can, can we explain even it. explain i don't know no, i don't know it's not it's not it's worth it can. just talk about your experience and let's okay let's so so what i just wanted to say is is like at first you get that feeling but then just like with a plane that flies when you're already in the air you're moving a lot faster but uh you're there's no street less, signs and trees around yeah, you. There's exactly. nothing to tell where you're moving. Exactly. You have much yeah. less like uh um you know uh friction with um with the, the things that you had friction before. So you're going through very subtle, nuanced uh spiritual uh discernments and developments inside of you, but you have to be more attentive to them. Yeah, you're noticing they, them from the side. You're not like they're not just happening. You're they're like happening, but you're always just on the side, kind of like watching them. Exactly. And you can d- kind of choose how conscious you want to observe your progress. Yeah. How it becomes tr- completely uh, you're you're in the plane, you're moving forward, but it becomes very, very depend your experience is completely dependent on how attentive, how conscious how um how much you work on it how much you you train that muscle that anyway so more more person develops uh spiritually and even as a person you know further away from being a vegetable further away from being a monkey even Mm -hmm. uh the more he's pulled into earth the more his he has this quality that makes him heavier spiritual um just heavier and that's where we're at now with humanity there's this very heavy force pulling us into our desires oh i see where you're going okay okay so what we do when we come to the wisdom of the method we get on that path and we start going and all of a sudden i want i realize what i'm studying here and i realize i want to be like the living the life force of reality i need to be just Mm -hmm. giving in everything so whereas earth and all of the desires here are pulling me down i want to actually make it so that i'm giving with all of my heart and giving with all of my energy and with not just my limited faculties but the force that is make is lighting billions and billions of stars like i want i want to be part of that that dance that uh, song so when we yeah. Yeah. when we uh do that when we start to work on that it's called extending the light of chasadim it means like we're accustoming ourselves to be like love which is all like to lift off the earth which is pulling us down and the efforts that we're making towards that it's called extending that light of of chasadim that light of uh 
That's what it's called. Anyway, in this um, in this study in Hebrew, and then the life force that lights all the stars, mm-hmm. that lights everything. I mean, it's spiritual. And the stars are still even physical. Then starts to flow through that pipeline and fills, it pours through all these channels, through all the spherot, and it fills the world. And now, today, all of the nations all around the world, all these broken pieces after this light is coming into the world because we're all, we're, we're chains in other generations who have already been passing this down and doing this and bringing this, uh, this light into the world more. As that force comes in more, as more and more people start focusing on this love of others and starts focusing on towards connection with others and more of this light enters in, a new force stirs in, a new force kind of awakens below, it's called, in the earth. The How will that, that, for- will that uh, tie into the war that's happening right now because <laughs> the, the that, you you almost you you almost uh uh took us to another planet but then it's like you open the news and there you're still on this planet with the war <laughs> okay so oh. the that life force that comes in what's mm-hmm. unique is that in our life we have to do everything right we have to you know, just to even do the show, I need to like have a mic. I need to have headphones. You guys need to do whatever you're doing with YouTube and live stream and all these like things that you have to do on earth. Mm-hmm. But once you arrange the pipe, the light that actually fills it, that's not us. Mm-hmm. That's the life of nature. That's the life of lives. That's the life that, you know, we can be great, but, you know, Da Vinci, Galileo, like, Da Vinci, you know, or someone who's like a, an artist or craftsperson can be great, but all they're doing is like the, the, the make, to make life, to make a plant, to make a flower. Like what is an artist doing? An artist is, is painting a flower or a person or something that life made. An artist is just like replicating life. The force of life, the force of love that comes through this pipeline is actually doing all the work. And that's what I wanted to bring up about this war. Okay. What, what, what we see happening is that we, you know, we have the, you know, Zelensky or Putin this or, you know, this. Um, but we also want to see the awakening, the change that's going on through humanity and not just from the, you know, set up the YouTube channel, do the live stream, get the microphone, you know, get guns, do the tank, throw the Molotov cocktail at him, invade from the East. Like in addition to all of these moves that are happening here, we also have to remember and, and be mindful of and participate in the other thing. Because right, like we said, like I said, all the way at the beginning, when you're doing the spiritual work and you want to leave just living like a beast on in this world an animal in this world a person in this world who's just going through the guns and the internet and, and everything but wants to rise to be like the force of life you don't see your results everywhere around you in fact what you see could be totally confusing you could think that you're you know you're headed towards the end but there, you could be in a transformation and, and not mm-hmm. seeing it. So as usual, what we're going to do today is talk about things that are going on in the world. But at the same time, there's another world that we don't see with our eyes. There's a very, very famous uh, Kabbalistic expression. They have eyes and they do not see. So let's look at what's happening. Let's learn from what's happening. And also let's see the bigger inner picture and the inner movement that's going on in humanity and where how to uh, simultaneously see uh, oh there's such good stuff on the present and the future Hmm. i don't have the mind to uh to open it now but you mean quotes you mean source materials yes balasalam writes a lot rabash writes a lot about uh, in spirituality you have two well you have everything in one there is no time Right. So, but for us, 
our full transformation, our full awakening, our full spiritual um, life exists. We don't, it's, it exists in a place called future. We don't see it in the present, but in that spiritual <laughs> reality, um, it's there. So as we're going through this uh, week five of this war, which didn't just happen one morning because Vladimir forgot to take his crazy pill, you know, like these are things that are years and years in the making. And then depending on how we um, are advancing spiritually as the collective humanity is advancing, these things either manifest in a more material way or we advance more through a spiritual way where the wars are fought uh, between our qualities yeah. and, and not uh, with guns and tanks and um, yeah, bombs. Well, everyone's going, um, it seems like, you know, the one thing that is very, very obvious with this war, unlike probably any other big war before, Probably because I mean the the you know the the biggest uh, act of war in his the recent most recent and big act of war we can say is probably World War Two and in World War Two the world was a very different place technologically speaking communication information wise the world was very different and so it took uh, even just technically. I think it took weeks just to understand in certain parts of the world that a war is taking place. Today, like everyone knows everything the war. immediately. Like war exactly. But what does that do to us? You know, it's not just that we know about it. Everyone is involved. Everyone is conscious. Everyone is being pushed and forced and uh, uh, to take a side, to take a stand. It's been the be biggest emotional, like, yeah. what do you even describe? I don't even, is there a word to describe what happened? It's like, it's like you, yeah. all of a sudden, anyone across the world, you can identify with, you know, how they feel about, it's like you, exactly. you have this connection with everyone or something. It's right. There's something weird. It, it is a very, if you, if you stand out and kind of zoom out and think about it, this is unprecedented. The, yeah, no, the no. kind of emotional involvement no, think... that every person on the planet has with this war is very different from how things happened before, how war ha wars happened before. We, we had like uh, Tiananmen Square. There was that like man standing in front of the tank. Remember that image? Mm -hmm. We had like iconic oh, yeah. images and like that one snapshot was like the whole movie of... Contained the, everything, right. yeah. Yeah, and, and like, today you're one... getting like Twitter... Twitter videos yeah. of like, you know, right. everything that's like, happening on the ground. You get and a telegram shot of groups, all of this, this, everything is live updates, like within a few minutes. Yeah. But, but here's the thing, like, why, why am I interested in, in, in that? Like, why does that, why are you what interested in that? got me here? Um, what got me here is not, it's not just that we know more. We are like, um, uh, unwillingly even more involved, like it or not, want it or not. You mm. have to be involved. If you're a player uh, of some, like a big player in, in you know, in whatever, in, 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 in commerce and, and business, you have to take a stand. You have to, you know, there, there's right. all these. Uh, yeah, you have examples of companies. Every time, like these... there's a new, there's an update, like oh, this, this company has now decided to stop business in uh in russia yeah so, and and not just if you, it basically it touches everyone you have to you have to relate to it that's you have to relate what, to what it. i want that's to how say. you, that, you yeah, have yeah. to relate yeah. to it with if you're a political leader of course doesn't matter in what country you have to relate to it if you're making policies you're one of the decision makers shakers and movers of of some some country you have to be to relate but to that's it. not new we, we just recently it, talked about something like but, you have to relate to this uh what was it oh we talked about transgender so it's not like a new it's not some new thing like we're like the world is forcing everyone to relate to it it's it's there's a, it's on it's on a different substance look like I, i'm i'm good what or bad. i'm saying is are you good or bad that's kind of how it feels like they're asking i you know i'm i'm, I'm like um i'm working on producing media the, the um creative things i'm 
um, using all kinds of uh, tools for and websites for um, video audio graphic design things like that every single one of them makes sure that I know that they are now uh, oh. donating my money yeah. to to you to Ukraine we support refugees Ukraine. or something yeah. like that oh, yeah. so when I signed to, into Google this morning it said um, you know click here to to send money to Ukraine exactly right. now what is this this is just surface level things right but so what is this what is this phenomenon you, you, and they have to they have to because they know that it if they don't you know a lot of companies are stopping netflix has stopped their business in russia right oh, I wish all we this were sanctions. so that's much a, i wish we were so world. much smarter everything turns into like a disney movie like Zelensky is the hero putin is the um, is the is the uh, villain and it becomes like very uh, binary Hollywood uh, very, the, the, very the, the, the villain Hollywood. and the hero yeah. the the criminal and the good I mean, guy no good doubt guy about it it is it is yeah. horrible that <laughs> like like the bombing I mean this is horrible horrible it's things. surreal but it's surreal that it's happening yeah it's still so surreal but our understanding is what I'm talking about. The way we we digest these things is still so childish. We just very, immediately very say good guy, bad, good guy, bad yeah. guy. And you know, I think it has something to do with our, our needing to have, make meaning out of everything and all, also know, you know. Also has to do with just mass communication and mainstream media and interests. Of course, there's interests behind everything, you know. But I think what's what's... Uh, you know, what's more interesting here is that on a deeper level, stuff is happening in the human network. And that's what we're totally ignorant of, unless, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm saying if we are like unless the average below person, the clouds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, 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 this is like tectonic changes are happening in the human network. And we're seeing as big as what we're seeing is on the surface. Define a human bigger. change. <clears throat> it's bigger behind it. What is a human it. change? And the human network, yeah, like a, a, there's a change. What is it? What? How, what would I say is a change? How would I? Mm. How, how would I recognize that? I would say the the war outside that we see with bombs and Russia and Ukraine and soldiers and people dying and. We have friends, you know, in both of these countries that we speak to every day or see them every day, you know, in a, in a, and, and we see what's going on. That is one picture, but the war outside is happening inside of us first. The, the network of humanity is a network of desires. And if there are, if there's a war on the outside, it means that desires in the human network are in some sort of a friction some sort of a conflict so there's a war happening in our inner world and it produces an external picture we we play we play out our internality our internal structure we play it out in the form of an external so what's the change war what you're saying that there's an there's change in the so, network so what is it uh, you the know, if I, the human network is being changed, I would say yeah. the human humans are going to war. Okay, yeah, that's different than it was a you know a month ago. But yeah, what's the network? What's the change in the network besides the desires? The in that the, it's, so, if all of humanity is a network of desires, right? We're not even bodies. We're not even living on a planet in a world, a material world. We are a network of desires. These non-material entities, Kabbalists call them vessels. What is happening there is what what we're, we want to explore. You're saying, right? So, what's happening is our desires are constantly sorting themselves out, figuring out different configurations of connection. Because there's a program that pushes them to keep clarifying, keep sorting out, keep scrutinizing. How can they connect and mesh in a new way so, okay, so that this they what work together ask. as one? Okay. That's what's happening beneath the surface. They okay. have at, to, the, at the end yeah. of the day, all of those desires need to connect into such a way that they can hold the endless light. Yes, and they, they can have... 
And yeah, the yeah, process yeah. of them coming together is the whole process of the development of the all of human uh, of society, Earth, everything, even before human, no, even before, yes, Earth, and even before Earth. Earth was only five yeah. billion years ago or something. So after Earth, and then after vegetation, and then after the animals, there's one direction. But the the amazing thing, and this is in Peace in the World, I think, by Bala Sulam, as he says, if you had to live at the time. When the earth was a fireball and then an ice ball and then a fireball, mm -hmm. it would be terrible. It'd be much better to wait a couple billion years till all of those forces calmed down and came mm -hmm. into balance and a crust formed and oceans and nice birds and flowers. Then it would be a good time to be there. That same war is taking place inside of us now. And he says, we have a heart and a mind now. We don't have to. We can wait for more wars and a third world war and a fourth world war to all because one way or another the freezing and the, the the cooling and the fire and the cooling and the fire those forces have to that that's how between those two forces is is how you create light is how you create energy even spiritual light it comes from that even material light comes from that same spiritual um, structure so those big forces and that's what we that's the wisdom of Kabbalah is to is to learn the way that we do that uh, without bringing them together. So, like you're saying, all of these pieces are coming together. Are a need to figure out how to come together, and if we're doing it consciously with our heart and our mind, then it's something. Uh, oh, Saf, you're disappearing. Yeah, yeah. Am it's I something? Am I here? Uh, am I back? Here. Sorry. It's something comfortable. It's something conscious. It's something pleasurable because it's it's uh, it's it's like a, it's a spiritual union between two forces. If we're not doing, and that's the whole thing that we're trying to do, and imagine a world where everyone is caring for each. Oh, Asaf, you're disappearing again. Uh, something's going on with my camera. I think you mm. can still hear me. I'll uh, I'll try to fix it, but but okay. I can I can, can hear you, you and you can, can hear you me. participate still. Yeah 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 I'm totally here. I, I see at least it's a good. Mouth. It's frozen oh, on a camera. on a decent image. You look decent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you could have had your mouth open. Could have been worse. Uh, so alternatively, and uh, if we can remove the moral kind of labels about uh, good and bad, and imagine that this progress is happening and if we participate it is a smooth process and if we, oh, there we go you're back and if we oh, and now you're frozen again and if we don't uh, then we have these kind of wars i want to go to to the network thing again it's, it's like um it's just a new concept and it's hard. It's like you're constantly fumbling with the network. Okay, on one hand, you have war that's happening over there. I feel something from the war. I feel some kind of influence from it. And on the and, and then on the other hand, as a result of the war, meaning it's not something separate from the war. There's also there's also this action that's happening in, in, in the world and I'm and I'm and I'm somehow caught up in it. Just one little ripple that happens in a in a in a geographical geographical location around the world, it's, it's, everyone feels it. Everything is happening there. Okay, it's not one little ripple, but there's uh, what I was trying to get us off to, to it's get. It's not to even a. I would say it's not even a ripple. It's a. It's a, it's a. There is no. There's nothing local anymore. That's what right. uh, I would I would say. So take all this process that Seth was talking about. So desires. Desire is the stuff of creation. It's the stuff of reality. It's the substance that creation is made of. And as it started as just still level of desires, which produces to our eyes matter, right? And then it evolves to vegetative, animate, human, all that process Seth was talking about. And now we're at a point where all of that desire became um, those pieces of desire because the desire was also shattered into many pieces, but all of those pieces have already 
like interlocked into a single network and now they're developing as a single network the russia ukraine war therefore is a non-local phenomenon so to speak meaning it's not happening in a place it's happening across the network but we identify the surface level result of it yeah. in a certain place that's good to, that was, to begin that's with what I wanted it, to hear. because nothing yeah. exists in isolation all of nature is one thing and all of humanity is one network there is no this thing and that thing they're all one in our the minds engaged that we dissect them yeah the we, more you're engaged in spirituality, the more that you feel it as not a war happening somewhere else. Yes. But you feel all of those movements in yourself. Let's you talk about it. If you brought it up, I was I wasn't sure if we if we could let's let's just talk about it. I think our you the, know the, fear, the people who are yeah the, the big the big fear right now is is it listen, there's also a rule that if someone's coming to kill you, like kill him first. We're we're not disregarding this world. Yeah. We're not disregarding anything that's happening in this world. If you have to defend something, if you are somewhere, that's that. And we're talking about a uh, different plane, but the big fear now, and I feel so weird saying it because if somebody is, you know, city is being bombed, it sounds like insensitive. That's not what I mean. But as far as conscious beings in whatever we're doing, the big fear is that we lose this opportunity. We miss the opportunity, the spiritual opportunity that we have right now to find, you know, what is unity? What is love? Does that mean everyone just agrees with me? Is that really the highest level? Of, I mean, we should think about it for one second. If anyone didn't think about it yet, think about utopia. Think about some situation where everything is in a state of perfection. Of course, we can't because it's beyond our perception. But imagine something. I mean, is it a place where everyone just agrees with me? Is that what it is? That's, that what, that's it why is? it's called utopia. Is that no when you get there, when real. everyone just <laughs> agrees with yeah. you and is... Well, here's, here's the contradiction in terms, right? Here is the paradox that lies within the, 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 the premise itself. How can everyone agree with me while also maintaining their individuality and wanting everyone to agree with them. We're, we all want everyone to agree with us and we all want that. So how does that mm. ever, ever work, right? And to put it differently, you know, we're saying humanity is one thing. It's a single system. It's interdependent. Nothing exists in isolation. There is no single local separate isolated part. It's all one fabric, right? So if that's the case, that means we're all tied together. Like Barasulam gives an example in his piece or Peace in the World, Peace in the World, where he says, you know, think about a giant cogwheels machine, right? All of the cogwheels are ultimately influencing each other so if one little cogwheel moves a little bit just a tiny bit immediately it like it ripples through the whole system so no one can even move without moving the whole system so how is then any concept of freedom uh, uh, a possibility how is there any individuality in the system how is there any kind of expression of how could it be because if i'm connected to all the other cogs how can i move in some direction that i want to let's say so fascinating because you know? the, the more so, you move closer to uh the truth of spirituality and you discover that you are connected to everyone and everyone is connected mm -hmm. to you in one system and not only you but to every cloud and star and planet. oh yeah and there's stars that are really far away and also connected to them and yeah. planets and so you end up there's zero freedom of movement because zero the whole system is all moving and there's no, and, there's and no this space. is something yeah. that this is something yeah there's no there's no latitude for anything to just happen so emerge funny. spontaneously funny. you know think about like the whole like uh astronomical kind of structures that have this perfect geometry that causes like earth to to to, to you know to spin in a certain way and all of these uh, planets in orbit and the moon and the sun and how that 
influences the the tidal waves on earth and that mm-hmm. enables or, or disables certain forms of life to emerge and how that affects evolution and how every to the point that every little particle you know neuron that fires in your brain is a part of a gigantic vast interdependent system and there's no free that's choice. too Zero complicated free, there's no way i can grasp that I, I i prefer exists. that it doesn't exist it just act and <laughs> continue to exist however but I, that I, is makes that, sense to me you know this is something physicists all most physicists agree with that that there is in, in a it's physicist perspective because we all feel that no, we are free during the day like i'm free we all to pick feel up this that bottle. Free. i'm free to move the mouse so like, what is it everything we do is my so own so go movement, back to agreeing with everybody so how does that so how do we do that so, <laughs> so yeah freedom lies at a deeper level freedom is not that i want to if i'm a little cog in the system so freedom cannot be that i choose to like forcefully try to you know move a few cogs with me in a, in a different direction like going against the, the 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 rest of the system it's it's impossible we think it's possible we the human mind human consciousness or the human ego if we want to be kabbalistically accurate is the only thing in reality that thinks that it's outside this law of interdependence but it's because we don't have a deeper concept of freedom what if freedom is on a completely different level and the way to get there is actually now that's going to sound contradictory for for some of from you know some of our viewers probably but let's try to get past that together what if freedom exists on the other side of interdependence meaning when we embrace all of us cogs in the system what if when we actually embrace that interconnection between us that complete system a lack of freedom we, you mean which embrace is a lack, lack of, freedom. of freedom it's a lack of freedom i i give you that but what if freedom but you we don't even what if freedom is something you don't even understand right now because it it appears to you only when you embrace yeah today the, when i say freedom it means interdependence like I, get to, I get to choose you know which car i want or which you know if i want chicken yeah, what is for dinner that's what we think freedom is but right it's something uh, the the spiritual freedom means to be you exist in an endless field of of delight it's totally uh different uh let me let me try to to explain it through the metaphor of the network if we continue with the metaphor of the network so if if the net if i'm a cog in the network and i begin to embrace my interdependence with the rest of the system with all of humanity with all of reality the the galaxies the plants the stars whatever it's all in in my consciousness if i begin to embrace that and we begin to devote ourselves to the interdependence the law of interdependence that rules the system is it possible that we can gain the mind even though we're just cogs but by embracing the interdependence of the system we can gain the mind and purpose and intention of the whole network that means that we become like the mind and the, the the intention of the whole network now you're talking about a completely different level of consciousness where we are completely interdependent the, the size, on one level the size of, of the difference between what i could imagine <laughs> and even what the three of us could imagine but to think we, we we talked about the expanse of the universe and time and planets and stars to enter into the mind of that versus my own limited mind it's you can taste for a second what you know the difference between spirituality and the and it's then i couldn't even consider what i want because if i'm considering what i want then i there's no way that i can connect or even f- maybe okay by sensing okay by knowing what i want then L- i know that this that. is what i want and then i know what they want so then i have like this kind of choice like I, this is what i want what, this is what the system wants that's where the choice what is. if you I, what yeah what if you identify you you at the moment identify with 
some desires that you call your own, right? We, we, we think we, ha we have some desires, we call them our own. And if we fulfill them, we feel like we're free. If we can't fulfill them, we feel like we're being shackled, right? What if you begin to identify with the, the governing intention, the desire, so to speak, of the whole system? So what does that look like? If that in that case, I'm not identify. Okay, so and the, <laughs> something else very very unique about the wisdom of Kabbalah is this difference between the my inanimate vegetative and animate life and my spiritual life. Because in my spiritual life, if I want to enter that, I can't be looking at half of the people as bad and wrong. I have to somehow mm -hmm. everything fits in there. Yeah, you know if, okay. if some asteroid. If some asteroid is smashing into a planet somewhere, right? Do I have to go around and label that as bad? And then, you know, some, some, some. Or do I have to try to stop it even? Yeah, yeah. Do I have to go around the whole universe, like writing every wrong on every mm -hmm. star and every rock, you know, every, and balancing all of that? And then also here on Earth, everything that I find wrong in my eyes, or actually in spirituality, somehow everything is right. I mean, I would say it's wrong to invade a country and, you know, bomb civilian residents. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Does nature want that? Super complicated. Is that good for nature? There's why? two levels here that we, I mean, yeah, that's, no, that's there's two good. levels. On, on, on one level, maybe, you know, I'll be brief about it and maybe... Well, um, you have to connect this it, this network that you said is happening and yeah. this freedom of choice because these are two things you opened and you need to bring them together. Close it up. The network is connected. It's interdependent. We're part of it. We're not free. We are not free. Sorry, people. Scientists will tell you, uh, will agree with me <laughs> here, um, uh, most of them. Uh, the, we're not free. We're in a system. That's not where freedom lies, though. Freedom lies in how we experience that interdependence. And that is where war does not have to be part of our experience. We can change and avert and reduce and, and completely take uh, suffering off the table, idealistically speaking, if we embrace what the law of interdependence is, is trying to get us to. It's trying to get us to agreement, embracement, uh, adoption, uh, identifying with our inherent connectedness. There's a whole other level of life on the other side of that, but it takes rising above that initial I don't think egoistic I've, consciousness I, that we're in. I don't think I would have even thought about that. I don't think there would have ever been a conversation of how do we, let's say that there's a conversation about, about, about preventing war and about what we can do to change it. That would have never happened if it wasn't for war. So on one hand, it's, it yeah. kind of needs to express itself because otherwise no one cares about it. And on the other hand, we have to see, okay, no, we have to make sure that doesn't happen anymore. But on the other, but you know, so if it doesn't happen anymore, then we're not learning. But if it happens, then we, we have an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? We, we, but hold on. There's something that's super, super clear. We are right now where we are right now. Yes. That's what we're going to, that's what we can deal with. That's the fact. Yes. Okay. That's what, that's what we can deal with. So right now we have an opportunity right now. There's a terrible war going on right now. There's yeah. people on both sides. There's plenty of Russian people that are in a really bad situation. Also, Ukraine, right, right. Everyone's suffering, everyone's suffering in, in different ways. Absolutely. People will suffer because of lack of food. People in Lebanon will suffer because of a lack of food. People in other countries in Europe will suffer because of a lack of food because of what's happening here. This is a problem for everyone, but we have an opportunity now to, to add, to build that pipeline, that, so that, that with that called light of Hasidim we talked about at the beginning, so that that life force of life can come in. And even though we don't feel it all of the time, we don't, you know, if I give money to Ukraine, I know I did something, if I also add these forces into the network, I'm also doing something. I'm not going to get an email receipt. And, I'm and, also doing something. And, and, and the forces we need to add to the system are only at the level of consciousness. 
the law of interdependence is gradually appearing in the system. It causes friction. It causes more cogwheels to feel their, their, their inherent resistance to the law of interdependence. This is what creates war. We don't want to be connected. We don't, we refuse to agree with our interdependence. We being aware of this right now and at and every moment of life have an opportunity to add that consciousness to the system that we're all one, that we're all connected, and that there is a law higher, a higher order of nature that is appearing through us and taking us to a higher level. If we embrace it, we won't need to materialize the conflict between us. We can go through it consciously like the plane. We can, we can go quickly and fly quickly towards our destination um, if we understand what it is. So if, from that perspective, because we're all networks of desires and in that network, there's no time, there's no space. You influence everything in the network, everywhere in the network, doesn't matter where you are and when you are. That's Hold on, why... pause, pause. Yeah. pause. <laughs> but we don't feel it right away because we're lifting off of this earth, all of those sensations we feel about the war, all of the sensations we feel about everything that's happening is happening in our corporeal senses. Mm -hmm. The spiritual sense, what's called the soul, and the soul also is, is, comes in those different degrees. Uh, the feeling of the, um, of the spiritual sense is felt just the way when I eat I taste with my mouth and my tongue. When we perceive spirituality, it's yeah. with a common shared vessel. It's impossible to perceive spirituality as an individual. The literal definition of what it means to be one is to be one. So when we become together in that connected way, then we can actually perceive if someone tells you they're perceiving you know, spirituality without having that inner integration without building the thing called the soul what is the soul it's the vessel in which that light dwells so feeling that, yeah developing that we need to make synonymous developing the spiritual sense and developing the your sense of connection to the rest of reality is one and the same and as that, we're doing as we're doing that the what that is, is love, is life force, right? There's a, that great poem, like, did the, like, th the sun and the moon are fighting? I don't remember what, it's like a cute, really beautiful poem. Uh, did the sun ever ask for, uh, you know, for, for to, to be, to say thank you when he's shown on this day and this day? I don't know, I'll find oh, it. And, and, yeah, and there is such a thing. Such a it's, it's really poem. nice because to, to be a vessel, to build that soul, I have to be completely loving. I have to be completely towards the other when all of my personal yeah. nature is that gravitational force pulling towards, uh, towards me. And so as I start to love the other, I start to lose taste in my bodily force uh, flavors because mm -hmm. he's, 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 not, he's, he's saying, hey, what, what about me? What am I you, you want to do for the other until... Yeah, you, your your quality of love or a measure of love defines your perception of reality. This is why the highest correction of our or calibration of our perception is called love thy friend as thyself. It's not some biblical, you know, uh, maxim that that we think is like an ethical kind of thing. It's the formula for how to perceive the complete reality. When you feel that between you and everything outside of you, there is a connection called love that makes you one, that is the end goal of your development of your spiritual vessel. That is what it's all about. That's why it comes down, it boils down to this very simple thing that is actually at the root of all the religions and all of the and many kinds of traditions and things because it all ultimately originated from some sort of connection with that uh, principle because it's the principle of 
of uh, of the complete perception of reality. Well, if we're if we're talking about opportunity, mm-hmm. if we're talking about opportunity, and we know that this that the system wants to bring us ultimately to some goal, and it's using war as a means to get there, then if we don't if we don't act correctly during this instance of a war that's now showing itself. Mm. Then we can imagine if we don't do it, then another war will appear, and we and there and there's also Balsam also writes that there will be more. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, I could close this podcast. Yeah. I could continue on my day. I could, you know, act normal. Yeah, I heard some nice things. I agreed with some things, but what? What does it mean to realize the opportunity of this war? First of all, what is like there's, what there's, emotionally there's is the opportunity, and then what can the- you? Mm-hmm. There's thousands of people who are engaged in, are focused on this all the time, all the time. And around them, there's all kinds of circles of other people with different levels of understanding and different emotional experiences of life in every part of the world. They're not on BBC. They're not on Al Jazeera. They're not on... Um, on CNN or Jerusalem Times or whatever else. We're not going to see them there. But there is a network of people who some are in it all the time, some are just reading a little bit about it, but that are awakening. And we don't see or feel it so much because it's not, and, and we need more shows, more songs, more newsletters, more good emails. Everybody should be spreading this, should be thinking about it, thinking about our unity, thinking about our good connection. If the world is injected more and more and more with this, and if we're drawing, you know, building this light of chasadim and drawing um, the, the upper light through this, the force of nature will arrange and organize everything in the way that it needs to be organized in a comfortable, good way. So we are doing it. Everyone is doing it. And everyone who's here and everyone who's listening should be thinking about this. When I'm standing there in line at the post office and I'm bored and I'm thinking, whatever, just start adding into the network of good or even and just I'm think saying, about the network. Like, where am I? Where, you know, what is the, what is the network trying to awaken me to how, how to react? All those thoughts of me saying, oh, maybe there is a network. Maybe there's not a network that also comes from the network. These are all scrutinies, you know, that a person goes through. It's just, just to somehow have some kind of like contact with that thing that you ha- that you can't feel yet. And of course you're going to, you're going to disconnect from it because you have no sense of it. You don't even know if you're touching it or not, but these like attempts to push you know, to push and feel like where, you know, kind of like you're trapped in the in a box and you want to get out of this thing that, you know, says I need to act like, you know, a soft set with the cogwheel. There's this there's this program that says, no, you need to turn. But there's a, another program that says, no, you're already being turned. You just need to agree with whatever, you know, is, is turning you and, and want to have some conscious, conscious, conscious participation in that. So there is something like that that exists and somehow that can prevent wars. I don't know where it is. I don't know how to touch it. I don't know how to get in contact with it. I don't know where it exists exactly, but just asking those questions and wanting to be somehow connected to that process is are the efforts. Those are the efforts. I saw if your microphone your microphone's closed. Oh. <laughs> no, it's I was just just listening to you. Um you know, there's there's also there's another point that should be brought up and that is that um th- this this process that we're going through where we where people feel in dispute where people feel friction as we say more than in this episode as we said in previous uh, in the last few weeks a couple of times right this is necessary it's required it is uh, what can you do this is the engine of progress this is the way in which consciousness emerges from friction. Any kind of thing that we know in reality comes from a comparison between two opposite forces. It comes from a clash. It comes from some sort of a collision. That's how our visual apparatus is built from you know the, the light and lack thereof. And that 
over billions of years builds our ability to sense color and lights in different gradations and so on. That's how we make out uh, make up everything in reality around us through heat and cold and ebb and flow and plus and minus and male and female. That's how nature works through resistance, through conflict. That is something that is a part of nature. It's part of the engine of development. But the unique thing that we have as human beings is that we are the conscious element, the sentient uh, uh, um, component in the natural system that is capable of experiencing the conflict on a conscious level. And if we do that, that's our offer, I would say. That is the big, the big offer that we are making here for everyone listening to this, right? If you see the rest, everything that's happening in, out there in the world as a conflict that you are going through, these are your parts that are in conflict. You know, the, uh, we, we keep hearing from uh, our teacher who spent uh, more than 12 years with his teacher that um, every day, you know, the Rabash, that he would listen to the news every day for one minute, not, not the politics of it, not like the interpretations, just to know what's happening as clean as it is possible you know, the, the, and back then, I guess news were even less, back then it's probably a little bit different. We're, we're a little, yeah. little, we're a little less co-opted by other interests, but you know, he would listen, he would turn on the news and he would insist on listening and seeing what's happening in the world for one minute, two minutes done. Right. And, and keep going about what he, what he was doing or studying, even in the middle of a lesson, if there was a war going on something like that, he would stop. Why, why, why is it just because for a Kabbalist, he identifies that as something happening in his vessel. And he's in touch with it through the inner world of our desires and intention, through that network of desires. That's So we now, remember what we started from how it, today in our time, everyone knows everything. Everyone knows there's a war. Everyone's emotionally involved. Everyone's consciously involved. If you're a player in, 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 in some, you know, if you're a business or something, you have to express that you're involved. Everyone is being pushed to respond consciously to what is happening. Uh, in they the don't actually want network. an external response. Yes, I support Ukraine or I support Russia. They want it. Nature, they want an inner this, response. It's, I, th I find that as an interesting thing. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of Kabbalistically cool that people feel like they need to put on their profile, I support, you know, Ukraine or I support, there, there's something cool about it because it expresses a deeper force in the system. And the deeper force is what nature really wants from us, what the law of interdependence wants for us, from us is conscious participation. That's it. Nature wants our attention. Nature wants us to be emotionally and, 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 um, consciously involved in what in our own evolution that is what nature wants from human beings and the evolution happens through conflicts between us but if we're emotionally involved in them we can go through them in our emotions in our thoughts we don't have to get to the level of bombs and killing each other and murdering each other we can save all of that crap by just being attentive to what nature is doing to us. It's bringing us together. It's bringing our shattered vessels, our shattered bits of consciousness to one. That's what needs to happen. And therefore, if there's any event in which we people come together, just like now, uh, you know, listening to this conversation and are with us in this effort to bring our bits of consciousness together around what's happening, that changes the world because that influences the network of desires on the deepest level. We don't see it immediately because it doesn't hit our five senses directly, but the more we develop a sense of it from, from within, you will feel. You will feel that you, the efforts you're doing are changing the world. They're changing your perception of the world. Yeah, it changes your perception. Yeah, it makes you feel you, 
every time you go you, back to it, you see it differently, but you, you see nature is like feeling it. I, I, right. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't want to sound weird, but every day in the, in, in, and you know, I, I, let's not go there. Forget it. <laughs> we were out of time and Seth, Seth is on mute, but otherwise he would stop me. No, I was interested to see where you're going to go with that. Let's not go there. Story. Let's uh, on, uh, do something else. Why don't you, um, we were supposed to talk about goblins and AI influence. I saw goblins and weird that, computer thing. That's that on the thumbnails. Happen. I saw, what, <laughs> explain yourself. <laughs> we thought we would, we would talk about it, but hey, you know, we have our plans and nature Typical. has its own plan. So I guess right. that's part of it. Um, uh, so Seth, what about, how about you, you pick up that guitar that's just lying there. Uh, it looks, and, it looks and do in need of a hand. That, yeah, that guitar needs like, a hand. It looks like I need time. I need time to get back to this. Uh, <laughs> He's rusty. Okay, everyone in the chat, g- give Seth some support here. I think. Uh, yeah, send, send the support. I'll, I'll do my little piece. Let's send the support. Okay, into the, into send the, the support. To me. Right. Yeah, send it to the would... networks. Send it to the people in Ukraine. Send it to the people in Russia. Send it. Let's hug. Let's hug all of this network that we are all part of. And let's try to bring some peacefulness to it. Now, peace doesn't mean that we will erase all this turmoil that's happening. We want to channel it to greater connection. We want people to rise to a new level of consciousness where we see that we are one and nature is pushing us to get together on a deeper level. And if we can understand that we don't need war. We're living in a time People have awakened, living in a time The truth is standing naked, living in a time Where everyone's connected We're living in a place Pieces all collected, living in a place where no one can escape it, living in a place where everyone's connected. Underneath the ground, I can hear the sound. Shaking, shaking underneath my feet. I can hear the beat. The earth is changing, changing, and a voice is calling us beyond the Oh.
next Thursday, the usual time. Thank you, everybody. Hugs, much peace and love.